Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits at the Recycle Garage here in beautiful Santa Cruz, California. Uh, we have a lot to talk about tonight, right? Oh yeah, what do you want to start with? Uh, oh, yeah. Why don't we, well, what did you guys do today? Hey, I let, got, I got before here. we do that, let's talk about who's here, yeah. Douglas. Oh yeah, I jumped the gun here. Yeah, I'm Lass. Doug, we got Liza. Hey. And this is Knock. This is Douchebag. Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> just, just us. <laughs> the Donut. Adrian. <laughs> all right. Oh, is that it? Queen is not a That's it. That's and Bosley. Bosley. Don't let him out. Bosley. Um, yeah, close that door, man. Let's talk about, before we talk about what we did today, let's talk about what we did yesterday and the day before. Uh, well, if you guys listened last week, we told you about the Vampires MC annual rally. Uh, we do it once a year, usually in the summertime. It's uh, two or three days of riding and camping. So that's what we did. Friday we had a good ride. Indeed. It's spirited. Perfectly legal, sane, and safe. Uh, yes, exactly. We very all responsible. We all obeyed the speed limit. What is the speed limit on the sidewalk anyway? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think since it's, it's not posted. Unlimited. Well, yeah, it's not posted, yeah, right. so yeah. It's, um, it's uh, that, what, what's that called? Uh, prima, prima facie. Prima facie speed? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we met up for that and then uh, did that ride. And then sun, we camped out in at Mount Madonna in... Above Watsonville, thank you, Lucas. Sorry. Oh, excuse you. <laughs> did, Wait, did you are we fart? skipping over the Friday ride? No, we just did it. We did not. That was the hooligan ride, right? Well, yes. speaking of hooligan, what? What are you talking about? She says that she looked at knock. Donuts history hole. Oh. Has a little info about the history of hooligan rides. Oh, or just the, or the term hooligan. hooligan. So let's start off with my hole. <laughs> Basically, I don't want to. I don't want to focus on your hole, though. It? <laughs> it's his history hole. <laughs> yeah. For the rest of us, basically, there was this Irish bloke who had a reputation for being a part-time nightclub bouncer, part-time thief. He coined the name. Uh, well, his name really was Patrick Houlihan. Uh, he was an Irish guy. I said that. So eventually, some youth gangs in London picked up on the urban legend because this guy was well known. Um, and began calling themselves the Hooligan Boys, and then turned into the O Hooligan Boys, and oh. from there, and uh, you know they're gangs, so they're not, you know, uh, doing charities or things like that. <laughs> no, charities, they're just doing charities for self- themselves. Self charity, yeah. yeah. right? Self charity. <laughs> and uh, the I'm police. I'm the most important charities cause there is. Anything. Right. <laughs> I. There is an I in team. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's goes. a me in team. Yeah. <laughs> There's me in team. There's right. also meat. <laughs> at. <laughs> okay. Derailed team. so quickly. And, right. uh, so the police, the police picked up on their behavior and began calling any kind of act of vandalism or whatever hooliganism. So, okay. When was this exactly? Uh, 1800s. Okay. So this was hooligan a word before these guys? No, it was just his That's last name. That's the origin name. of the word? Yeah, okay. it, was a, it was a last name. That's pretty cool. That yeah. is cool. One, Thank one you, last Irish. Thing. Thank you, Irish. <laughs> Cheers. Um, more recently, the term has been described to uh, by people who do acts uh, that are radically different, like anarchists and whatnot. Uh, uh. Yeah. So, to you all here, what is the definition of a hooligan ride? Um, where oh, you make man. a checklist of the DMV laws you would like to break that day, <laughs> and then score yourself at the end of the, the night. Yeah, you mean the CDCs you'd like to break? I wasn't keeping track, but I think I got a good number checked off. Yeah, we got good numbers. Good numbers. Was a fun time. Yeah, that and um, the number of nine one one calls um, from Iraq. Yeah, people. we didn't have any reports of any, but that doesn't yeah, mean, I mean that James or sorry. Um, the leader did not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who shall remain anonymous? Yeah, who shall remain anonymous did not um, meet the previous year criteria for um, calls. How yeah, do you know how many he needed calls to try harder. <laughs> how do you know? Friends. Oh, friends. Yeah, 
So I have to say, I was actually struggling a bit this year in that, like, I'm like, this is the one ride of the year. We don't condone it, but it's actually a lot of fun. <laughs> but I'm starting to feel like, Irresponsible, but we didn't. You irresponsible? In my mind, in my mind, (laughs) we do much worse things than what we actually did. I think we just confused a lot of people. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know what? There wasn't a shit ton of people this year, like previous years. It was kind of an intimate, rowdy ride, which I liked. Over parks and sidewalks and yeah, I mean, when we went to the levee, there are we, wasn't are the we just saying it now? Camp. Are we just saying? Know, that was fun. Everything that we did. Okay. No. we were kind of trying uh, to keep it to hush hush earlier, but fuck it, uh, I guess. Well, just like when it's um, an entertainment. I'm saying hypothetically. <laughs> I'm saying hypothetically that's what they could have done. They yeah. can't prove nothing. Yeah. When the leader started to pass this tow truck with a car on the back on the across the yellow line so i'm like Woo-hoo, i'll go on in the bike lane on the other side and pass and we'll meet in the front mm-hmm. and i get up past the tow truck and there's no bikers out front that was when he decided <laughs> to make a left into a parking lot and have yeah. everyone u-turn so yeah. here i'm like rough you know going through the bike lane confusing this oh, tow truck this, who's been surrounded by, by bikers was this up by right aid yeah yeah, yeah this is and where, that's when like, he disappeared huh? yeah uh he missed the left turn so yeah i know and then i was stuck on the wrong side of because he wanted to go on the freaking levee that's why with the yeah. truck so then yeah. i'm like oh. braking and slowing yeah. down and looking between that's what we were doing up there hypothetically in a levee yeah, yeah, yeah. Hypothetically, <laughs> so, um, cool yeah. I actually, I waited to see if you'd come back on the same street, but you met us up um, on. I went around the block, and yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was a lot of fun. It wasn't really as uh, we we don't really risk lives as much. No, it was more as I was cheeky, about. As I said, cheeky and fun, and we're mm-hmm. not really terribly inconvenient. So a, this yeah. is where I'm torn. Yeah, yeah. On the one hand, it's irresponsible. I don't condone it. Condone it. On the other hand, I think we need to turn it up a notch. <laughs> Yeah, so noted. Agreed. It's really maybe not we should that all take shots beforehand or something. No, no, <laughs> no. Okay. no we come <laughs> cause harm to other people, not ourselves. Yeah, okay, that's true. But I did notice how the next day, when we all met in the morning for the next ride, how many police cars kept circling the block mm-hmm. and driving past us just to let well, us know. Yeah, that's oh, that's yeah. fine. I mean, because that Saturday ride is totally legit. We just—it's right. a normal group ride. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. either like multiple packs. So, I mean, we block traffic a little bit, but but almost all motorcycles. That's for safety. Too. Yeah, it's for it our is. safety. Yeah, yeah. And is there anyone here who wouldn't take a passenger on a hooligan ride? <laughs> I just hate I, riding with a passenger. In I general, so, didn't yeah. in the last few years, but this year I, I feel I could have. Yeah, I mean, I just tell my passenger. It's easier to wheelie. One, with one day of the year <laughs> that you're on your own. You as didn't a have any. You didn't have any problems anyway, knock. Okay. You popped some killer wheelies the other it was, night. It was yeah. fun. So then the ride yesterday. My <laughs> your <laughs> suspension is fucking hitting you right it's, now. It's, <laughs> I'm like this this close to blowing four seals. <laughs> like why? Ride yesterday was a lot of fun up through the mountains. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um. How, how many groups were there? Was there was 30. One, we counted 32 bikes. Yeah, there's one group, wow. but anything, you get a group of bikes. If it's slightly larger, you split it into two defined fast, medium, and slow groups, but just kept it as one and just let it stretch out. He didn't really those. he didn't yeah. really goose it too much until yeah. top of Zayani. Yeah, and then it was the, okay, um, we just you know stick a couple patches in the mid-pack so that when it stretches out, people don't feel like they're lost. Right. So... And uh, we have just uh, just amazing roads, just tight <clears throat> twisties. Yep. Really technical shit, and then there's uh, some really nice long sweeping stuff too. Okay. So you can I think get that's going like faster. amazing in finger quotes, considering the quality of the pavement. <laughs> well, that's what makes right. it kind of that amazing. Was, that's what makes yeah. it fun. Yeah. 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 No, I'm just saying, like when people think of amazing, roads, oh right, like, we not... mean like this shit is hacked up. Oh yeah, <laughs> we we do not mean racetrack grade smoothness. Yeah, it'll here. test your. Uh, hands there's a reason grip we have some of the best suspension people in the bay area is because we abuse <laughs> our bikes like you would right. not believe yeah. tires 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 good point. probably sell a lot of bearings too yeah <laughs> wheel bearings and uh um, balls your rollers at certain, <laughs> certain point i like yes. how the pack we split up and we got two choices to make do you want the red pill or the blue pill Ye- no. So which was I then? <laughs> We're the keeping it real. I don't team. know, but I woke ah. up my ass is sore. Yeah. <laughs> no, we uh, there. Last year, our our 
road captain took us on a, like eight miles of dirt that no one was expecting. I don't. Even, <laughs> I awesome. think I don't even think he knew what was going on, and he was just like, "Oh well, we're committed. Might as well go." <laughs> and, Not just uh, dirt. Played but it, he played it off holes. like. I mean, he played it off like he meant to. I think he just effed up. It's a graded fire route. It wasn't super dirt, but, <laughs> but it's this good year, dirt. yeah, it this was year some there hard was back with some loose on it. Yeah, and some water. I would have been more comfortable with knobbies on it, honestly. Totally. Yeah. yeah. In all honesty, it was six miles last year, so we're not exaggerating. It was a little over six miles with a group mostly of sport bikes yep. on a potholed, un- unmaintained then dirt it, road. It'll give you like 20, 20 yards of pavement and be like, psych. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, go downhill yeah. with some boulders. I think the most appropriate vehicle we had for it last year was an F800 GS with 80-20 tires. Yeah. 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 And Eason's... Uh, yeah, but he had full street tires. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So this year we were given the option yeah. to take dirt or not. There were, there were a lot of dual sports and supermotos. So. A bunch of us did take the dirt because I was on my Versus, which even though it has street tires, it had the higher suspension and I could take the bumps a lot better. And uh, Adrian, what were you on? I was on my partner's FC6. Yes. And Nock? I was on my Superhawk. <laughs> You did. You did the the street though, right? I, yeah, no, I did. no, he did. He did dirt. I was there, and I gotta say, he did I really good on the dirt. That, so I was uh, okay. in the back. Yeah, yeah. it was a uh, four hundred seventy-five pounds of lard-ass bike sliding around. That was fun. Kicking rocks in my face the yeah. whole time. <laughs> uh, you were following too close. Then. Yeah, was fun. I couldn't pass him. I was having fun goosing it and getting sideways. <laughs> yes. and yeah, I did too. Uh, I fell. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was great. We you could have just, just beeped your horn, Liza. I would have been like, okay. We had the Versus, the, uh, the Super Chicken, yeah. the FC6. We get to the end of it where and there's a big tree. Eason and the V-Strom. Um, yeah, and Eason and his V-Strom. And we get to the big tree at the end of it just before the campsites. And we were pulling up and just chilling. And then chilling. And chilling. <laughs> And then all the supermotos show up. <laughs> like, Wait a second! Stuck, I know. I stuck behind a geek squad well, mobile. <laughs> SF uh, SF chapter members kept stopping to take photos of the view. This is true. And I'm so they would stop, I'd pass, and then they'd pass us, and then they'd stop, and then we'd pass them, and then they'd pass us. Yep. It and is then, very scenic and nice up there, though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah it's, I, mean, I even stopped myself and. There was a great photos. view out to the ocean where you could see the f- ripples and the fog bank coming in. Oh, that's and, awesome. And, oh, yeah. I have to say, I probably on my own would not have ridden as fast as I had, but having Adrian who took off, uh, yeah, and then Nock who was just sliding all around but keeping that bike on, I felt yeah. like, well, that's it's awesome. okay. That's impressive. It's just, yeah. Because, I mean, you're not competitive at all. No. <laughs> I'm conservative. You just got to remember your dirt training. Remember your training, and Luke. <laughs> so, yes, the dirt riding the I have training. done, definitely I wasn't having those <gasps> panic moments mm-hmm. like yeah. I would have before. And you kind of want to get that. And uh, you were right. I was like, do, am I using a dirt riding technique of laying the bike into the turn? Am I using a sport bike technique of me leaning into the turn? And it was a little bit of both. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, you feel like what the weight balance is for that particular corner, yeah. what your traction is, whether like, okay, there's a hint of pavement underneath this dirt. <laughs> I'll do a lean myself. Or, yeah. no, it's full soft. Bike goes first. It's, but, it's still fun steering with her ass, though. Just yeah. goosing your... Yeah. But definitely on all the paved roads that had all you know all the goat trails we call them. Last year I was on my um, XS750 the R1 front end. The bumblebee. You, you just get hammered on those, and I was watching Lucas just bouncing around in those. My I was versus, riding my Jixer, so a Jixer, sorry. yeah, yeah. Right, you're well, I want around. everyone to know that I was riding my Jixer, which has like one inch of suspension travel. Exactly. Or so. My versus was just <laughs> like swallowing inches, up yeah, the bumps yeah. and going. Well, you didn't yummy, go on the dirt, yummy. did you? Yep. No, I didn't go in the dirt. No, you didn't yeah. go in the dirt. My yeah. cheeks too pretty. Yeah, you wouldn't go to get dust on it. <laughs> yeah. The swirl marks on the chain. Swirl marks on the chain. <laughs> so then uh, the ride ended up at the campground where all of us dirt riders made it there much faster. Yeah. Yep. I didn't know it was going to be that much shorter of a ride. Uh, apparently, they got lost again. Yeah. Well, yeah. there was like 45 minutes. Yeah. They, they went for a showed up, up like whoops and turned around yeah, yeah. So the ride leader went all the way down this one road and then there was like some confusion um who was who was it it was um john he go he like went the right way but he was going second so i'm just like which way do i go so i followed the ride leader and he's just literally like gotten a little argument like it's supposed to be this way it's supposed to be that way so we did turn around go all the way back mm-hmm. like <laughs> for about 20 minutes and then go down the other turn so <laughs> 
So uh, I wanted to mention, though, on Friday night, I had a bit of a scare on the hooligan ride. A scare on the hooligan ride? No. (laughs) On the hooligan ride, we had a a thing. There is no one riding in the back. If you crash, you're bleeding to death in the pit. You're you're on your own. No sweep. No sweep. Um, On your own. No crash trucks. So we were near the end of the ride. And, oh, geez. And uh, Donut and I had been riding you know passing each other back and forth they were battling for last place and uh, <laughs> i believe it was fourth and fifth thank you um and i was i was in front of him he was behind me and there was three people in front of me who one at a time passed a car crossing the yellow line and i'm looking ahead and i see a car coming in the other lane and i'm thinking do i have enough time to cut in i do i just had enough power gunned it i got past the car pulled in for the other car came i knew donut was behind me i didn't know if he split in the middle of the cars or just bailed and waited no way i wasn't sure but after a while i was looking in my rearview mirror and there was no lights yep. in my mirror nothing and i thought for sure he would have had an opportunity by now oh no maybe did oh, i no. just kill donut I mean, did it yeah did so then we finally get up to a point where I'm like flashing my lights at everyone. I'm like, hey, guys, hold on. I think I think Donut might be gone. And they're like, what? I'm like, he was right behind me when I passed that car. And then he just disappeared. Oh, shit, towards the last part. I know yeah, we're not supposed that. to pick anyone up, but I'm kind of worried about him. <laughs> and they're just like, what? Huh? And then... A little while later, we see this headlight. I'm like, oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. I remember this past, actually. I remember we were headed towards the bar. This was the end of the road. Yes. We were coming down Old San Jose Road. Yes. And the past was a little sketchy for the third person to go by. Yes. Yeah. And then Liza was the fourth. Yes. (laughs) I I made it in. Yeah. I made it in. My bike died. You, oh, you did pass the car? Yeah, I made it in. Oh, you and did? I remember okay. that intersection. It was okay. fucking sketch. It wasn't an intersection. It was a straightaway. Well, there, were, there were two cars at least. Yeah. Yes. We had to pass two cars and get in back in the lane before the car in the oncoming lane came. Yeah. <clears throat> so I didn't know if you had time or not because I was too busy just nailing it. Yeah. And so then I was just Going like, way too fast, passing cars left and right. <laughs> so then it's like... Down the motorcycle passing lane in the What happened to Donut? <laughs> and what happened to Donut? Uh, I turned my gas off. We at a at a stop. Yeah, before the previous that, stop, you we turned stopped your gas rest off, and he turns gas off. And I got my bike fixed by a guy pretty recently. I know he fixed it, and he said to me, "Always turn your gas off when you turn your motor off." So I okay. just started doing that. I got a question: Why are why are there petcocks on older bikes? There's because the float bowls aren't strong enough to hold that fuel in at bay or something, or. Yeah, cause so you can turn your grip. gas off. So yeah, you so you can take off, off the gas tank or whatever you got to do. Oh, okay. You can't just yeah, but it's like really that's the the reason why. So you could take your gas. Oh tank no, he off? said that he no could, turn could, your gas off. It's so you can actually. No, he's asking why they're pet co- why there are pet cocks in the first. This is actually oh. a new yeah. segment we're starting called Knox Stupid Questions. Yeah, I don't no, know. No, there are I no mean, stupid like, questions. No. There are only stupid people that ask okay, questions. Wait, there's reserve. <laughs> shut up. There's the, there's the reserve, and then there's the prime, and then there's the right. actual. <laughs> the guy who fixed my bike said there is some compression issue if you leave it on uh-huh. overnight. Something can happen. I'll, and I'll can... explain that. But, right. Knock, I'd also like to point out to you the reserve on a pet cock. Because old bikes didn't have gas gauges. Oh, so like, this yeah. is a warning. Okay. That's some old go. school right. shit. Time to get your ass to uh, like a gas station. Yeah. You have 20 miles or 25 miles or whatever. Yeah. You get. The answer to you, fine sir, is that it is good practice when you're leaving your bike sitting for an extended period of time to turn the petcock off so you don't have the the pressure from the gravity of the tank pushing on oh, your see. carburetor uh, ah. cut off the float. Yeah, the float bowls in the... Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, as okay, well as if there's all. a small little misalignment in your floats, you can actually flood your cylinder. Yes, yeah. okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. If, there's, like, if, if the stars Hydro align lock. sort of thing, a little bit of grit, open valve, etc. cetera, like yeah, you seep in and get... A different way or, yeah. And you can get hydrolock, and then you go to start it, and you break your conrod. Yeah. Hmm. 
That's that would. Suck. It's just a good habit. You don't have to do it every time you stop. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. If you're walking away from the bike overnight, say that you're there. At, at some point, your carburetor may start leaking and will overflow, and all your gas can drip through un, unmonitored. Yeah, and soak into the ground next to a friend's tent who wakes up acting kind of loopy. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we know it. Sounds like a okay, so tag. that was the recap on Donuts Dead. Um. <laughs> Our new segment. No, we uh, yeah, it was. So it back was, to the campground. Had a good weekend. No, no casualties. No, uh, nobody even yeah, crashed no, or anything. No tickets. No crash. No, no one crashed. Yeah. Oh, yeah well, no. Wait Not a minute. even a crash. Wait a minute. There was a crash, and I witnessed it. Yeah, I heard it. I was. Thank you for reminding me about that. Yes, uh, there is a vampire tradition about crashing, <gasps> but uh, it's dirt, knows? so it doesn't count. Oh. Yes, you're right. It was on dirt, so it does dirt. not count. Who gets oh. a stack pin? Oh, uh, it doesn't move. Stack. It was on dirt. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So. Does Josh still have a stack pin? Uh, yeah, and each chapter does it differently. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Josh has one, yeah. and I think our current crap. Who has it? Uh well I know Bill is Bill? currently stacked yeah Julio, Bill but I don't yeah. think he has the pin yeah I've never actually seen this pin it's a brake lever oh I know Joss has got a brake lever it, it depends on chapters yeah, we right. actually have a pin with uh, Stackholio and little Ivy Lee's on it. <laughs> that's awesome so, so I am uh, Stackholio yeah pretty much yeah. I was sweeping the dirt the dirt portion and uh, I was trying to show off and I was holding the front brake and I was trying to roost some dirt up in the back and then it just fishtailed and dropped it at about two miles an hour so really crashed no it was yeah. more more damaging to my pride Lucas what are you doing playing with the whiteboard okay All right. um, so I want to say at, one, at, the, at the campground I was sitting next to Adrian mm-hmm. and things had been kind of slowing down and what did I turn to you and say Adrian do you remember uh, it was something like, who can we get to do stupid human tricks? <laughs> yes. And then oh, you just yeah. started moving up the age ranges. Like, you, go do this. You, take the Trail 70 over the firewood pile. <laughs> Lucas, come here. Naturally, you guys gravitated towards me. I have a challenge for you. The firewood wasn't made of pallets, was it? Because that would suck. No. no. It, was, okay. it was just Logs. a big-ass pile. Okay. What, I, what I appreciate is that both Lucas and Donut, and then I go, and Donut, if he does it, you have to do it, too. And I was like, please don't do it. Please crash. <laughs> no, I, I really appreciate no, that you he, two were game. You made it. When yeah. we gave you the Trail yep. 70 and a pile of firewood to ride over. And uh, unlit, unlit. we had two pairs of the... What, the drunk goggles too yes that was fun because they're yeah, we had these the- goggles that that skew your whole uh vision off to the side and make it all trippy and everything and those it, mess it, me up I, yeah you can't even walk <laughs> I, I, line those things I almost fell over wearing did you them. camp dude did you stick around I went to the camp I didn't camp uh, okay. overnight but I did no I love that though Eason was game because <laughs> Eason was jealous that these guys were doing all the fun dumb stuff it's like okay who's next who's under 21 yeah okay let's see uh, Eason yeah, yeah. What, the, what can I do he put the the drunk goggles on and then and went rode the mini bike around, around in the loop and the mini bike it was pretty funny <laughs> yeah um so the drunk goggles are actually calibrated to be certain alcohol um ratings i think the ones that Sarek has are 0.18 and 0.2 wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> borderline alcohol poisoning wow <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> it's amusing to see people walk around camp and stumble and almost hit the fire pit what's even <laughs> scarier though are the people who put it on and then can do a catwalk basically like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bill, like, welcome to my Tuesday, man. Bill yeah. is so good. <laughs> yeah, Dude, like if you leave it long, long enough, they actually give you a headache. So it follows through with the whole experience. You get the hangover too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but do you get the sore ass? Yeah. <laughs> that was from the red pill. <laughs> do women get pregnant when they put the? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that was a good time. I, I'm, yes, I'm assuming that after I left, nothing else fun happened. No, we, we just shot on. the shit around the fire, and yeah. uh, we okay. made s'mores and got pizza. Uh, so it was it was a good time. It was it's good to catch up with with people that you don't see all the time. And there was some some new faces. We had a couple new faces on the on the Friday ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually had a uh, not <sighs> slug of anarchy on the Friday night ride. Squid. And oh, he was let's good give anarchy. him credit. He yeah, Mason on his. That wasn't Mason, was it? It was Mason. Uh, Mason was no. doing well. Mason on did his fine. LTD seven. Who was there? Yeah. Who was there on Friday from the slugs? It was uh, Josh. Oh, is that how he? Yellow FRI. Okay. No, yeah. no DRZ. He was oh, DRZ. Okay. He was freaking oh. rallying that DRZ. thing too. Yeah. yeah, he can ride that thing. He's like a really good at wheelies or something. Props to all the wheelies you did, man. Even though there's no one like 
sweeping. You did a lot of good wheelies. Yeah, he was in the he was in the back though. I didn't see any of them. No, Apparently, he was holding him down the road. Yeah, he yeah. was doing pretty good. On yeah. Him. No, he could, he could do balance point wheelies on the DRZ. Is that Sarah's brother? No, no, that's Ryan. That's Ryan. That's Ryan. Oh, okay, he was he on the great uh, too. Uh, what what that was like? That was Yamaha a Savage six, Suzuki Savage Suzuki six fifty Thumper. Yeah. Oh right, right. Yeah, right. with um, tall, narrow fixed point. Tall, handlebars. narrow. Yeah, <laughs> not good for rallying around town. <laughs> no, not good no. in period. Anything. Yeah, it's good for. Uh, I didn't. I, I, I rode the bike, though. and it was fun to ride, except for the handlebars. So, are we ready to cover what we did today? Well, uh, after done it, packed up camp. Uh, I sat in traffic for an hour and a half trying to get here. Oh. Dude, it sucked. And I was waiting for you to pass me in traffic. And I, well, did you take Highway 1 back? Uh, I took the back roads and okay. cut on the Highway 1 really late. Okay. And I was like waiting for you to come up in my rear view. Yeah. I'm like, he's going to pass me any minute. And then he never did. So, <laughs> but yeah. Did you have a is donut dead moment? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't really care. <laughs> no. As you're Thanks, seething, man. <laughs> seething too, too uh, intensely in the car to worry about. That. Yeah. I was watching everybody else text and be on their phones yeah <laughs> apparently there was a, a, f- a really bad crash fatality on highway one today mm. shit like car single car damn uh, like flipped and rolled and yeah just a single sure. car were they wearing drunk goggles they're probably they're probably, probably they're probably texting don't know but yeah <laughs> then they came here and uh worked on not much i didn't really do much today yeah. well i'll tell you what we did do today uh james showed up on the cb550 and his front brake is not working. He could basically depress the lever almost all the way down and no action, no action. Bubble? Yeah, it sounds like you need So then we started taking a look. Tom was here helping me, and um, I look at the caliper, and I realize I've learned this from my own mistake. The caliper has the bleeder valve on the lower hole and the hose input on the higher hole what that means is you cannot bleed it out because the air bubble stays in the hose stays in the hose and i remembered that mike had he put uh, this wheel on with just the right rotor and he took it off of the bike that had dual discs but the right caliper had a bad piston so Mm. he used the left caliper oh okay oh so the the hose went in the the top or bottom yeah the hose went into the top and, and the bleeder was on the lower yeah. hole yeah so then i said okay i see the problem no we can fix this we actually just unbolted the caliper and just twisted it to get the uh hmm. the bleeder up to the high spot but how was it working before that it well if once what it's changed? bled once it's bled right but he wrote it up until now with I, I, brakes. I will continue. So uh, we, we, we bled it out doing that method and it still wasn't working. Then we realized that there was the junction, uh, the junction tube that used to mount horizontally mm-hmm. to the That's triple tree <laughs> that is now has no mount on this triple tree. So it's zip tied and is sitting upright. So it has room for bubbles to go up yeah like a high point for the bubbles. so somewhere like oh now there's bubbles in here so i had to take the bolts off and fill it fluid and all that still nothing hmm what's going on here master cylinder then i peeled back i said hold on i think i know what it is i peeled back the rubber cover that goes over the master cylinder and part of the lever to reveal the adjustable bolt that goes in and pushes against the master cylinder Mm -hmm. which the lock nut was not tight (laughs) and the bolt head rotated out Uh. so that you had to squeeze it almost all the way to the bars before the the tip of the bolt touches the master cylinder just the tip so just the tip is and here we had been throwing mike under the bus i did this shot well if he's not here you can talk shit about him so you're gonna have to get this change no Oh, shoot. That wasn't the problem. (laughs) Here you go, James. And he felt bad. So that was easy fix. And then we had Luke, the famous Did he get his... Did you get him his piece? No. He has that piece uh, from his master cylinder right hanging up there. He didn't have that bike here. Luke of the famous super glued the chain to his bike, Luke? No. (laughs) Hold on. I know. And uh, he's on a different bike that he bought. What was that bike? It was was a a GS500. GS500. 93 GS500. He pushed it here into the parking lot. Wow. It had no power whatsoever. 
I said, did you check the fuse? He said, yes, I swapped it out with another one that didn't do anything. I said, is there more than one fuse? Because I don't think so. I said, most bikes have more than one fuse. I go search on the internet. And lo and behold, one fuse on that bike. No way. Was really? it the starter? Uh, one fuse. One, like so one 30 amp fuse right by? It's a, it's a 20, but yes. Okay. Yeah. Just one fuse. Okay. Um, huh. I wanted to make sure you had the right size fuse in there. Yeah. So then we start doing, I'm like, you're going to have to take your headlight out. Let's take your ignition apart. We start getting uh, into everything to start following the the power from the battery through everything. Loose ground on the battery, maybe? Guess what it was. I just did. Didn't turn the key on? Kill switch? It was the fuse. Because <laughs> on his fuse, he's got this box. It has the fuse, and then it has a little fuse holder for the spare on the side. He was putting it in the... Oh. He kept swapping out the spare that doesn't <laughs> plug into anything. Wow. <laughs> that is the best thing ever. Wow. 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 Well, Did he super glue it back in there with a yeah. ton of grease later? Did the fuse come with a little beat bag of grease? Oh. I, I test rode his bike. Definitely a bless your little heart moment. Uh, wow. I test rode his bike after he quote-unquote fixed it, and then like the turn signals didn't work. <laughs> right, which I think was the, what blew his fuse in the first place. It was like a short... Because the turn signal relay box was really hot. Mm. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And just... So, so, so that's what blew it, it anyway. The relay welded itself and is now just permanently it, open. Yes, it doesn't closed. flash. You, it'll The lights will turn on and not flash. Yeah. So I had him unplug it. You'd need to get like an independent load relay. So he was ever grateful. Thus, he bought us a bunch of paper towels. Ah, okay. That's where those come from. That's where those come from. Let's see. I thought that um, was just getting lonely. Uh, Lucas <laughs> washed his bike again. That was big news. I washed my bike today. I washed my bike today. <laughs> I washed my yes, bike but today. you guys rode on dirt. Lucas did not. <laughs> I changed my oil, and that's why I washed my bike. I got I it. It was all oily. I, I fucked up thinking that you could take the oil filter out of the uh, GXSR 750 without removing the There's bearing. there yeah well we kind of did sort yeah. of yeah, we removed <laughs> there's a it hole from the body. Yeah. there's a hole um right where the dear headers Liza, are dear Liza so <laughs> like you can put your hand through the bottom of the bike like through the headers between the headers and the engine block and there's two holes there and Knox it's like, a hand warmer <laughs> yeah Knox <laughs> thought you could put the filter through the hole and it turns out it's like one half of an inch too big to yeah. fit into it. You can't fit it through the bottom and finagle it up in there to the no, bottom. No, no, what I, what I did was um, I on the bottom, there's the bolt that holds in the left side of the fairing. Um, and then there's a little snap that holds like one that bridges the gap between the bottom of the fairings. And so I just took out that bolt and took off the snap and then just like pulled it out of the bottom. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it the worked. 1000s, you could go and. The 1000s have a bigger hole because yeah. I think the headers are, are wider. Yeah. You know. It's not the size of the hole. It's yeah, you're right. It's the it's the motion. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Jake was here helping work on things. She puts on the brakes. <laughs> Ew, heterosexual sex. Ew. Heterosexual. Uh, heterosexual. <laughs> Jake took off. I wanted to give her money to wash yeah, my bike. But she missed out on like sixty bucks today. I know. Yeah, no kidding. I told you her that, there's bikes to wash. Sixty dollars. I could have been sixty bucks for you. Um and oh Mason. So apparently I did affect Mason. So his LTD 750. So you know on the Shadow 500 how I kept telling him, you really need to change those bars. You look like a praying mantis mm. when you're riding. <laughs> I didn't hear you say that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> he has his new LTD 750, and he actually said, I need to get some new bars so I don't look like a praying mantis. I heard him say that to someone else. I'm like, he was telling oh, me yeah. he's, tra- he's got traction how, now. What was it last yeah. night? Or no, it was the night before. He was like, oh, I'm going to change the bars and everything. He's telling me about it. But then today he told me he can't change them because the master cylinder only fits on the bars like, well, in one yeah, way. He's got to get new cables and new hoses well, yeah. to do that. Well, like, it's not properly. only that. It's that he can't put it in a position other than stock because then it'll hit the fairing. Oh, uh, I see. So, uh, Tom, can improvise. Tom and I were here and we were just pulling out clubmans and drag bars and all sorts of bars. Try it out. Now, either of us could have told him this won't work because you won't have clearance here this won't work because it's going to smack in your tank or this won't work because but i think everyone has to go through that and has to just try them out and understand themselves that and you just want the entertainment value of watching. yeah that too so he (laughs) spent the day trying on bars and then he'd flip them upside down and try them that way and then he'd bolt everything on club bins you you can 
I know. That's I've, what the I've seen do. it like once. Yep. Do you really want to go there? No. <laughs> <laughs> so that was what he did today. He swapped out a whole lot of bars. We're pulling bent ones off the wall just to try them out. Um, but I just, it just tickled me. I don't want to look like a praying mantis. <laughs> because it's very important that you are aware of what you look like on your bike. <laughs> did anybody hear Sage's bike start up and leave? No. Or is he still out there? Is he still out there? He might be. Someone want to go check on him? So Sage him. has been here working his bike. It's is been like running 45 minutes. Yeah, a guy had a crappy weak spark from what we've diagnosed. Is uh, Yeah, so what did you find? A weak spark from uh, one of his spark it plugs. It looked uh, like this is a weak spark. Like it, yeah. We put six? other spark plugs on it. It's a CX-6R with like an 05 engine and like a 2002 frame. Something yeah, like something like that. Some kind of crazy combo. It's got the old, it's got like a 2002, 2003 frame because it's, it's not black. It's like silver. Yeah, so. it's aluminum. And he said he was having issues with the bike uh, accelerating and it would putter out. Uh, on the gas yeah it wouldn't quite die out but it, like, as soon as he shift and the revs dropped a little bit he'd drop in power yeah and then try and pull it back up did you guys address the he said there's foam in his oil no we didn't oh, get that far what i what? didn't hear that well, i guess is uh yeah. it was there's just like moisture that collects keys in a really well, wet environment so nah. i he said hey Eliza, what's it mean if there's foam in the oil i'm like Head gaskets gasket. blown. Either head gasket or water there, and he goes, "I'm going to sell it right now." Yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> or then you brought up, "Oh, it could be the gasket at the water pump water seal. pump yeah. seal." Hmm. Yeah. Um. Either way, that's not good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was looking in there, and there's if it's totally obvious, you could see nice big white scum line above the oil. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a yeah. milkshake, and yeah. yeah, it looks like a milkshake, but it was all right. It I didn't mean. look good when I looked at it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just saw amber. I didn't see anything else in there. It might be different now, but yeah. Didn't look normal. And yeah. then um, Kat replaced her missing <clears throat> stem nut on her Rebel 250 she bought. She did a lot of work to that bike today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys replace the splice? The what? No, she's, I think, going to go online and maybe get new cape, uh, line. New lines, or, yeah. Oh, okay. the brake line splice. Yeah. That is yeah. actually a hose barb and hose clamps holding in the middle of the brake line. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the crazy shit I've ever seen. It's it's, it's super, holding, but it's janky ass. It's like some Toontown ass goober engineered shit. It's like <laughs> a <laughs> very good janky job. Yeah. yeah. It may hold forever, but oh, I don't want to You just trust look it. at it and you go, yeah. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> Considering mean, some of the engineering that goes on around right here. Well, here's the thing. When you something. put a hose barb into the middle, you're reducing the amount of volume that can pass through because you're reducing the, the diameter. True, but that can middle. actually be good um, because that can give you a longer range to play with on your brakes. Mm-hmm. That's actually one of the um, ones I'm trying to do to the DRZ250. The rear brake is notorious for locking up really quickly. So one of the things um, that was recommended to me for it was to take a rear brake line, take you know, take it off, take the banjo bolt, drop a whole bunch of solder in there, and drill a smaller hole um, so you can extend the range that it actuates on. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. I've never heard that. Yeah, we'll have to try it. We yeah. Sh- I, mean, I got this pair of line. I just got to bring it down. Yeah. We should just get a banjo bolt and try it. We might even have one in the lost mm-hmm. and found here. We can just play with that. I mean, the way I see it, though, like, if you're looking at a bike possibly to buy and you find a spliced brake line on it, be like, well, if this guy doesn't give enough of a shit to actually replace the brake line, what else might be wrong with this thing? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so I, I helped her a lot with that bike today. Um, yeah, you just you did, did like a whole half an hour. <laughs> no, I was, I was helping her. Um, she put in new rubber grommets for the handlebar. No, she didn't put a new one. She put everything back together. She oh. had to dismantle to put the stem nut on. Oh, that's but right. But kept leaving parts on the ground as it was being assembled. Yeah, it, w- it was kind of difficult to get those on there. And then um, her shift lever had a lot of play, so I extended the... Uh, the uh, I tried to extend the rod as long as po- as I could, you know, to reduce the play, but it still got a lot of play. Um, and then her hey, rear don't brake, the player. <laughs> her rear brake was like mounted really high, like I could not put my foot on it while sitting on the bike, you know. So um, we adjusted <clears throat> that for her too. So, so I wanted to. Pass this next one on to Nock, who had an interesting question he wanted to pose. What, what to did her. I ask? Okay, well, uh, the question why I asked uh, for the topic was, uh, what do you consider an accomplished rider, and what have you accomplished? 
accomplished writer. Yeah, I mean, this um, is a real shotgun blast, super vague question. It's like okay. you insert um, whatever you feel. No, but is. I started I, thinking about it. It makes sense because yeah. it's a very individualistic kind of thing. Do you, yeah. Do you say someone who is very fast is accomplished, or somebody no. who hasn't crashed in a long time no. is accomplished? Neither. Um, well, I think no my personal definition though. is going right. to be very vagueish, new agey, touchy feely, oh, no. whatever. Leave your chakra at the door, man. Check your chakra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. An accomplished writer is a person who knows their own limits. That's a good, yeah. That's good. That's has good has got to their limits and knows to it, pull it back knows the knows where that line yeah. is and knows, and yeah, has their own good. personal relationship with that line. They may yeah. cross it on a repeated basis if they want to, but they have figured out where that line is. Felicia, that's a good. That's, that's a good. good. Yeah. Yeah. I think, okay, next. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a nice, long, philosophical conversation, but he's like, nope. Well, no, that pretty much yeah. took the cake right there. Well, Nock had brought up, like, uh, there's levels of achievement. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's definitely, as you're going, you'll really rapidly increase in skill, and then you'll plateau for a while. Yeah. And then you'll have to push yourself a little bit to break out of that, and then you'll jump up really quickly again, and then plateau again. Yeah. Um, we well, call, you know, you're we call it leveling. Yeah. Well, let's, we're let's put it this way. I'm not the fastest person in the room. I'm probably the slowest person in the room on the bike. Yet, I've achieved cross-country solo. I've been to other countries. Iron butt. Iron, iron butt. butt. Haven't crashed in 30 years. Haven't crashed in coming up in, in four weeks. It'll be 30 years. Let's go ride. Yeah, let's go ride. <laughs> let's go, let's go, ride. Let's go, so, let's go I mean, that's why he, he brought up a good point. Is that a level of achievement? Or is it somebody who rides and commutes every day consistently, but isn't a thrill seeker, mm-hmm. but has put tens of thousands of miles under their belt? Um, I think each of those would count as like... Xbox achievements. Like, yeah. ding, you've now not crashed for 30 years. Ding, right. you've now not crashed for 20 years. Or, ding, you've done uh, 1,000 um, miles in a single week. Yeah, even if, like, for the, for the, even uh, the sport riders, you know, um, I got this time at Thunder Hill, you know, I got this mm-hmm. time at whatever so, track. Yeah, I got you, this you time just broke Redwood. three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Redwood, the, the timing beacon on Highway 9, Mike me has five minutes in. Oh. Oh, that's a dollar. That's oh. a dollar. Harrison? I'll swipe it to the red. Oh, it's your phone. That's my phone. Yeah. Um, Fucking Android. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it knows you. Do you about. want to dance party? Sprockets where we dance. So, Lucas, since you just came back into the room, yeah. the, the question posed is what Touch do you consider an accomplished writer? Oh, no. I mean, I when, guess. Are when, you an accomplished writer? Only when you're a like prominent member so. on bar are you an accomplished writer. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to how say. Many, am, how many years do you have to ride to become an accomplished I don't writer? Think what it's achievements would I don't say? think it's like a matter of milestones. Like, I mean, it's all subjective, right? So, yeah, so what is from it, my perspective, opinion? like, if I. Let's say I'm following somebody, and for me to think that they're an accomplished writer, they have to like clearly be competent and experienced. There's no experience level where you're like, oh, suddenly you're accomplished. It's just like, can this person handle what they are doing? Yes or no? If yes, then they're an accomplished writer. I mean, maybe you're like not even that, you know, fast. Maybe you just don't practice that much, but like you, if you can still safely drive down the road without hitting anything, you know, being in full control, paying full attention the whole time, I'd say that's an accomplished enough writer to me. Yeah, it'd be. It's definitely case by case. Yeah. yeah well, for a while when I was started writing, like not putting my foot down was an accomplishment. Like <laughs> yeah, being able to do up like, to the stop sign and yeah, doing well, the, and the exactly. pause doing a, and the, then balancing. There, right. There's like there's no ceiling, you know. Yeah. You always can get better, right? Oh, and yeah. I'm pretty sure even people like Mark Marquez is surprising himself with shit he can do, yeah. you know. So there there's no there's no one point where you become accomplished, you know. Lu- it's it's a personal journey. Lucas, yeah. would you say if you can do a wheelie you're accomplished? I would say if you can do a wheelie you're accomplished at wheelies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah I think um, somebody was asking me I think it was Eason or probably Eason prompted by Liza because it is a very Liza question <laughs> oh no um, was do I consider myself an experienced or at what point did I consider myself an experienced rider like what you know how long I've been riding and then at what point I considered myself a good rider or an experienced rider I told him I'll let you know when it happens yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I asked you oh it was you yeah okay <laughs> and then sorry I thought you were Eason <laughs> And then another member laughed at the joke. All right, so 
Let's take a moment and do our Craigslist porn pick of the week. You're going to make me use this Android thing again, aren't you? I'm going to make you use Android. So Adrian's going to present it. So, oh, it was there. How the... Do you need Do you need help? Stand yes. by while Adrian um, gets confused by technology. Hit the internet. Of all people, it's funny because I hate phones. Because so <laughs> um, yeah, yours yeah. is like made up of, of brick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's the one browser. Yeah, at least it doesn't break when I look at it wrong. <sighs> it's true. You could like concuss somebody with your phone. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we have a. 1986 XR250, mm. clean but needs motor work. And they're not really kidding about that one. Um, wow. Ran great up until about a month ago. I put the can bearings in backwards. So the cam starred voil, ate two of the four rockers. The cam is usable. Okay. <laughs> it just needs two new rockers. Has a few off- aftermarket things. Uh, XR, CR, flat side carb, um, quick turn throttle, uh, suspension, folding shifter, a couple other bits. Um, it is green stickered, uh, which is nice. In fact, mandatory. Um, it also says that it has a new, newer front tire, rear tire is about 60, complete spare engine, oil cooler, and rear wheel come Oh, with. so it's got the parts with it that it needs. Yes. I'm moving, uh, and I don't want to haul it with me. I didn't know that. That That's killer. Yeah. yeah especially because they're asking $300 for it. I thought oh, shit, that's going awesome. to yeah. pick it up, but I haven't had a chance. What? Where, where and is I it? don't have the money right now. Where is it? Hollister. Hollister. Dude. Yep. I you pick know. it up on a after Dave dirt biking on payday. Yes. So yeah, that is if definitely it's still there. How long at it? What date was it put up? Two days ago. <laughs> Six days ago. So uh, Six cam. Days ago? What is it? Cam bearings. Camshaft bearings. Yeah. Uh, so basically, think- the cams. He put the cams in. Backwards. Oh, I think people shit, are avoiding no. it because of the engine work, but this is like... It comes with the engine. If the cams are backwards, your valves are probably much. This is up, stuff right? yeah. we um, can do. Or your pistons are hold. And it sounds like... Bust through. There's so many other parts on this bike that are, that are yeah, just right. decent. Yeah, flat slide would be worth picking up. And exactly. Yeah, those are well, it's a flat slide for, yeah, for yeah. a 250. Yeah. So, around about 200 bucks. Right yeah, and the, and the pics of it, um, it looks like an older dirt bike. You know, it's going to run around a little bit, but... Plastics seem decent. Doesn't seem too too thrashed. Um, it looks like clean. You know they do maintain it. At least it's not too farkled out, but it does look like it's been scrubbed occasionally. Is it stickered? Did it say so, green yeah. sticker? Green sticker? Sticker? I'm gonna say because whenever we pick these bikes, uh, you know we try and pick a bike that's under 500. Then we kind of poke holes in if it's a good or bad deal. Um, I think that this is the type of a bike that is actually pretty simple. Everything in it is simple. So even something like an engine teardown or yeah. engine swap could be a fun project for somebody to learn on who no, doesn't easy. have that much experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to recommend it because... <laughs> I, you want it? I don't, but I don't need it. And I'm on a ban right now. I can't buy new bikes. There's, you're, there's, there's so much space in the shop, no, though. Everybody's why, are, bikes why are you being reasonable? We've we've had this discussion. Yeah, the proper number is one more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's bike plus one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I mean, you start building up one. like the recycle garage dirt bike stable for taking people out for dirt days. Yeah. So. Well. Let's let's bring this up. If we were to go buy it, one of us were to go buy it, and we were to drive to Hollister to get it, Adrian, how would you secure it to your truck or trailer to make wait, sure wait. it doesn't come out? Was that like a segue of topic? Ooh, nice. Kind of like what happened to you a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. What ha- yeah. Tell us what happened a few I, weeks ago. So um, we we're coming back from Hollister, <laughs> and we had four bikes. So we had two in my trailer. Or sorry, two in the truck and then two in the trailer. Um, and we also had loaded firewood, but that was all burned out. So we had just shoved a whole bunch of stuff into the truck, bed. And Camping then, gear, coolers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and then strapped the DRZ 400 and the DRZ... It was, two, my, it was my RM. It was your RM in the back. In the, in the trailer. Yep. So we strapped those in, and for some reason, I decided not to do my usual strap across the seats. Um, I just did my cross point tying and tied it to the rear of the t- trailer and we're going along and it's a long sweeping um, on ramp to the highway and it had just been swaying back and forth a little bit. It had swayed, loosened, lost the center hook, then lost the second center hook because I do 
one to the down so there's two triangles and i do cross between the two bikes so the two outside tie points act for each bike it managed to loosen both the inside of those and then flopped out the side at speed oh um, man <laughs> luckily it was it got caught in the fender of the trailer yes the foot peg got caught in the fender and that was the only thing holding the bike in the yes as in it's the trailer, straight yeah. down the highway oh so, shit that's yeah bad. So, so we pulled off f- um, yeah. yeah i need a new brake master cylinder and a couple other things on the right side um, oh man yeah, it was actually not as bad as i, I thought it was going to be yeah. yeah like the whole rest of the way home both of adrian and i are just like staring at the bike in the rear view so yeah proper tie downs are are really uh important obviously yes. because of this reason unless you want to lose valuable parts but um, off the side the yeah so though it also happened to Liza, if I remember right, last <laughs> week. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. Well, all right. <laughs> yes, it happened to me when I went to Hollister, and but in all fairness, the I road I didn't hear to about this. Hollister is very bouncy and curvy. Yep. Right when you're getting right near the entrance. Everybody else does it. <laughs> I've seen them and do it fifth wheels. I mean. My bike made it all the way there, and then it's that last stretch of road. Like I was, the next turn around, and I would have been at the entrance, and I hit i i hit a i hit a pothole, and I checked the back in the mirror, and I saw the the one of the tie ties go slack, mm-hmm. and then I just saw it go timber and go and and went right over and but stayed in the trailer because okay. fortunately i didn't if i had two and it was to the side it would have been outside okay. it was in the middle it went over I, and i just slowly pulled over and a guy behind me stopped he's like you okay it's like i'm good it's all right and so i like, just yeah. strapped it back on but i had that thing cranked down but i was just hitting bumps yep. and why so didn't you hard. tell me about this because there was no damage or anything. Oh, you just wanted to slip this one under the rug, huh? Yep. <laughs> well, actually, I mean, so, like, and the and then there was the time where we did you, you didn't fasten the trailer properly to the Jeep, and it fell off going down the road. Oh, that's <laughs> happened a few times. <laughs> but that's we do a whole show on that one. Yeah. So in terms of bikes, in terms of cranking them down really far, you actually don't want to crank them down super far, right? Or get a get a fork saver. You want to put a fork saver yes. in there or something because you will blow your fork saver. Yeah. So that's I just discovered those a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. I'm like the last person to see yeah. it you could show so a 2x4 there instead right? yeah a yeah. fork yeah. block that goes between your lower triple yeah. tree and your tire so you can crank it, the straps down and it Without, won't compress it won't the suspension, compress suspension yeah. why don't we have 12 of these here I don't know we figured we love changing fork seals so that's why <laughs> yeah it's our favorite thing to do here. <laughs> I'm it's more fun wipers. than washing your jixer. Yep. Yeah. So, does anyone else have any tips? I, I can say things that I've lessons I've learned. Yeah, I've, when you strap to the handlebars on some of these older bikes that have taller handlebars, you'll watch in the back as the handlebars start pushing down rotating and out. rotating yeah. down. So you never want to attach them higher up than like the triple trees i always try and put them right to the triple uh-huh. trees or near it yeah um one thing you should also pick up if especially the sport bikes and the jixers because i mean dirt bikes you just hook them onto the handlebars you're fine yeah but uh for the sport bikes and any of the fared bikes pick up a set of canyon dancers yeah um just so you can not munch your plastics when you tie them down what is a canyon dancer <gasps> funny oh, you should ask there's one right yep. over there yes. it's um, uh Two straps together, and they have the cups on them to put over your handlebars. Oh, yeah. And they, yeah. yeah. And you tie them down with that. Yeah, I've seen those before. Those mm-hmm. are pretty badass. So, unless your bike has like bark busters or, or brush guards and. Uh, Such a silly name. There's history. There you go. Yeah, it's just, a strap with two. I didn't know they were called that. Mm-hmm. Two straps coming off it with cups like that go over the handlebar straps or something. Handlebar straps. Why canyon dances? It's just a random ass well, name. Back in the day when they were carving up canyons, their bikes would break Shut down up. a lot, and they would. Have you can to use them, them in the bedroom too. I'm serious. <laughs> I actually learned the history of canyon dancers. Really? Okay, well, go ahead. On this is life. donut oh, donut's history hole. Donut's part history two. Hole, part two. <laughs> yeah. Well, Adrian, what were you gonna say? No, I go go nuts. Yes. Well, okay. If this is completely accurate, um, it's completely <laughs> accurate. Let's hear it first. 
back in the day when they were carving up canyons on their uh, their kickers, on their cafe racers and whatnot, um, they break down all the time in the freaking middle of the desert. So they needed to tow their bikes, and they created those canyon dancers to tow their bikes. Wow. Yep. Did not know that. Sounds good to me. Did you know that? No, I no, didn't. Nobody I knew that. Sort of interpretation of it was also very similar. It's like, okay, you're broken down in the middle of this curvy road that um, when you strap your bike into the back of it and it sways a little bit as you're going through, it's sort of dancing around. Ah. See, the first thing that I thought of was a tightrope from one handlebar to the others, you know, those being the the... Never mind. Use your words. Wow. <laughs> it's been a long weekend. Understand. <laughs> I think of that. a tightrope from one side of the cannon to the other and someone walking on Bike it. Oh, okay. That's why I thought Motorcycle. Did my down. Strong. You can just edit that out. Thank you. Or you're not going to. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, that was embarrassing. Um, Have you guys had any other lessons learned in uh, transporting bikes how about don't forget the ramp oh uh, yeah. yeah have you ever done that um or make sure your friends return your ramp yeah yeah, yeah. Done that one. yeah. Um, i once Justin. had had yes. no ramp and i had to get my bike into a van my neighbor's wall there was a little retaining wall between our yards was about three feet high Perfect and i and yeah. it was a brick wall and i found if i rolled my bike out my driveway into their driveway to the backyard where the the ground is level and I got it onto that brick and then walked it along the wall as it was getting higher and higher and higher walked it along and backed the truck right up to that brick wall and just so you'd be on like yep. six inches of ramp <laughs> well that's not really much different than the regular ramp though yeah so, and just pushed it all the way in so sometimes you can get handy with oh, yeah, things around definitely. you well um, some bikes you can just pull them out and you yeah know, set the rear wheel down and let the front end drop um, one thing I did learn to help people, especially like with the curved ramps or a high pickup truck or something like that, you get people like taking this 400 pound bike and just muscling it up there going, yeah, don't bother. Um, just put it on the ramp and then have somebody rotate the rear wheel. Like instead of holding onto the fairings or the frames. Yeah, rotate the wheel so it walks it over. Yeah, just okay. rotate the rear wheel and it'll just walk itself up. Yep. What do you guys think about people who ride bikes up into? It makes for great YouTube videos. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Because everyone I've seen, I've never seen anyone do it successfully because they end up driving up the ramp and then as soon as they get to the apex they run out of ground clearance yeah and then and they have hits, to stop and they're like oh wait can't it, and then they fall over <laughs> i don't yeah. understand there's so many videos of people failing yet there's always new videos being made nobody's learning their lesson i guess and keep doing it <laughs> oh i can do it. it this time there's always yeah. one guy that goes that guy didn't know what he's doing let me show you how to do it. yeah <laughs> watch Hold this my beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> watch this guy watch this be awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> I will tell you though, this week I'm gonna go buy me some of those wheel block thingies. Oh, um, the backsleys, I think they're called. Okay, sure. What? I'm oh the fork saver box fork saver. Oh, no, just look what they look up what they look like online and just make I, one. Well, I'm no, I'm gonna go buy some because they're I have cheap. to go to Cycle Gear. Let me tell you why. Okay, remember the conversation. Thing, remember but... the conversation we had about built gear, yes or no. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm having more issues. Do you get more nose? Well, you didn't buy the socks, did you? <laughs> so, the socks are rad. My opinion was buy it. You may get lucky, you may not. If you're not, replace it with something better, and they have a great return policy. So, I was wearing my built helmet, the flip face with the Bluetooth integrated mm-hmm. this weekend. Uh huh. I like the way it fits. It actually fits my head better than a lot of my other helmets. And uh, even though I've yet to actually use the whole Bluetooth thingy, I feel cool having that little microphone there. Um, when we're riding home, we're getting into town, and like I wanted to say commander. something to Eason when we came to stoplight. And I reached down to the lever to flip it up, and the lever popped off and flew off into the... the ether it's like <laughs> what the i've only used the helmet four times and the little lever is held in by a number four screw which is a one single tiny little screw hmm. 
that you're using your big gloved hands on to monkey with and open it. So I'm a bit disappointed in the engineering of that. And now I'm going to go there and return it. I'm on the fence if I should get another. Get another. No, so why are you glutton for punishment? Fails. Just get a. Because get a I like the way it fits. Well, the other helmets fit well too. Might as well just wear watermelon on top of your head at this point. <laughs> <laughs> if you do get another one, just go through and lock tight all the screws. So, unfortunately, I'm having. So many problems with all the built <laughs> gear I have bought. With the exception of the dirt helmet I've been using, okay. that's actually the Explorer helmet because I like the drop-down yeah, sunglasses. That is handy. Those, are, yeah. those are cool. Th- those are nice. The yeah. aviator. Can you get uh, like polarized ones like that? I don't know. Probably. Hmm. You hmm. can put a polarizing coating on it, right? Something like that. Oh, oh, I guess you can. A sheet, little plastic. Yeah. 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 Thing with the polarizing and a lot of the polarizing stuff. If you ever look at an LCD screen, it'll rainbow on you. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's my my built gear update. I might try it again. I don't know. Get the socks I, this time too. I I tried to actually. Yeah, take, I, get I realized I could probably rebuild it better, and I tried to dismantle the whole face portion of it. See, that's why I pay a little bit extra so I, I don't have to monkey with my helmets. Yeah. I, I know. When yeah. I when I went to San Francisco to their meeting I stayed at Al's place mm-hmm. next morning my scorpion modular fell apart that's because Al had sex with it no. <laughs> <laughs> that very well could be but I have uh, a scorpion helmet too yeah it, the, it whole, the whole one side just fell off like a screw unscrewed itself and fell off and <laughs> oh, luckily uh, I had a tiny little screwdriver in my in my vest um, to fix hel- it my scorpion helmet's been fine I haven't had any problems so. I mean the thing that sucks about it is that after a few months the padding in it just got so squished my head like Flops around in it now, so I gotta get a new helmet. Um, Could be your head shrunk. You can just get um, new paddings. What, what, what it's, it? it's called the Scorpion XO. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm. it was cheap. It was only like 150 bucks, but it's Snell approved, quote unquote. They're, yeah, they're so. decent helmets. I like them. Yeah. Um, they suck in the rain occasionally because occasionally the gaps between the visors yeah. and the shell. That is one thing that really sucks. The airflow is decent, but the it, visors are just like they don't fit right and then they like smear a lot from like the opening and closing mm-hmm. action and they're really hard to clean they have some decent features but i just think like the noise coming from them is probably the worst thing yeah. you know one thing i do like about it though is that there's enough space on the chin to put a gopro mount that's why i put my gopro mount so so you don't go for the teletubby the teletubby look? i don't and i'll tell you why because the wind oh, buffeting do. on that is crazy ah, okay. when you're riding on the freeway even at full tuck the camera still sticks up above the windscreen and it feels like it's <laughs> yeah, like pulling your head I, I, I saw someone full tuck today going like yeah like 60 on the freeway i thought of you lucas <laughs> i do i i do I that saw someone because it's yesterday loud. Too. they were in shorts doing a full tuck doing about 55 on one and i oh it's so cute them <laughs> I only so do it because it's loud. It's not because I think I'm cool. It's awesome when you see the guys on like cute. the 250s tucking the fuck in there. <laughs> um, you gain like an extra 10 miles per yeah, hour. Yeah, you need to be between 100 right there. Yeah, Burrito. I noticed on the DRZ if I actually I try and tuck on the DRZ on the highway, it actually uh, Does it it help goes really? faster. Yeah, because wow. it's like all that thing is is. Uh, air, air resistance. Yeah. yeah, it hasn't the aerodynamics of a brick. Exactly, yeah. it's not. I think a brick that. is more probably more probably yeah. <laughs> there, are, there are fewer drag points on a brick than a exactly. <laughs> yeah so it does actually make a difference so anybody got anything else to add any more built updates oh, I rode uh, Dylan's DRZ oh, 400 right. which oh, is yeah. like do, what year is that do you know You're what it is in love with a bike uh, it is loud DRZ it's no, yeah, it's fucking it's loud. It's Crap, really, I forgot and, uh, to ask you about the built, 650. Is it a built bike? <laughs> yeah, it's I think it was I don't think it was it was converted. I know that. Okay. So it must be like an 05 or an 06 or something. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh he let me take it out cuz it's all raced out and uh that's exactly how it rides. <laughs> it's like yeah, raced yeah. out and I'm like, "Oh my was god." It, was it a big old big bore? Uh No, he just or? has a aftermarket exhaust um and uh a flat slide. Uh, okay. And uh, I think he had it geared up a little bit on the on yeah, the rear. as well as he had the the front suspension revalved. Yeah. Um so, and he's running a wider tire than you are. Yeah. yeah. So it just it felt really good. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Good. Well, that, that's about it. Yeah, no, good, uh, yeah. <laughs> a, re- a really nicely built racing supermoto is awesome. I rode my buddy's CRF 450X that's been supermotoed, and it was the mm. best bike I've ever ridden because 
I, I you felt everything and like you, yeah. the breaking point was as you wanted it and the suspension was amazing and, and the traction and, and all that so that does bring up a good discussion in. point are super motos the best thing ever yes, they're yes. Pretty damn close. <laughs> if yeah. you ask someone who owns one they're gonna say yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're pretty awesome yeah. Yeah. The seats are too you can narrow still have, for me. You can still have, me a short. You can oh. still have plenty of fun at 50 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if I was like not 5'8", they would be the best thing ever. But. Well, you can get a 230 or something. It's not a full frame. Yeah. yeah. You can paint well it pink for you. You can get them I want shortened. unicorns. Yeah, you can get a lowering. Like, yeah. Yeah. Dylan, Dylan actually races. Yeah, Dylan is shorter than you. His 230. He's got a 230, a CRF 230 that he races. So Yeah, and Dylan is shorter than you, and he picked up an XR650R. <laughs> So well, maybe he's got bigger balls that's like in here or something. I don't my know. unicorn. Man. <laughs> yeah, he probably does. <laughs> that was too easy. I know. Hey, Doug, you want to take this one out? Yeah, you can email us. Bye. So I realize all this time we've been struggling to remember all of our contact info. I've got it down. You can email Go us at com. All the links are there. Thank you. That's cheating. I know. Cheating. It sounds so much better. Recycle motorcycle garage at gmail.com. And check us out on Facebook. If you have any if you have any tips and for, uh, rate for us on iTunes. fastening down your bike or ramping a bike or transporting a bike. Uh, oh, you got to tug and tow today, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I yeah, did. Well, what's our email for people who want to email us? Recycle motorcycle garage at gmail.com. And All right. Sweet. Like us on SoundCloud. Facebook and uh, iTunes. Rate, rate us, us on iTunes. iTunes. Like and we have one. a YouTube page too. Just look for it. You'll Buy find a t shirt if you're 14. Like like like, like the shit. Hey, you're showing a little nip nip there, buddy. Side yeah, you're falling out there. Is your butt crack up there? Hey, and I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Tim Dunn and Andrew. There are a couple guys who emailed me this week that I was chatting with. Wow. Oh, I hear a motorcycle starting. Your motorcycle start. Yep. So like, just done. let's finish this and uh, <laughs> All right, check on he's him. got to stop that because the neighbors. So yeah. Please contact us. I like the chatting. Uh, we are out. This is Eliza. Doug. 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 Lucas. Dog nut. Dog nuts? What? <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> Misspellings of donut. All right. Yes, I use. We're out. And Adrian. 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 I think that's okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. I'm going to bed now. Good night. Good night. Bye bye. Bye bye. 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 bye.